And welcome back to another edition of the Purple and Gold Podcast Takeover, the Trojan Takeover. Derek Hansen with you, along with the head coach of the Barnesville Trojans, Brian Strand, brought to you by Dean's Bulk Service. And coach, a nice win, a section final win. That's probably one of the more comfortable <laughs> section finals you've ever had, huh? Yeah, it is. Um, Pelican was young, um, and I don't think that they had seen the speed that we had. And we had everything go our way to start the game. They had, you know, We went down and scored fairly quickly. They had the snap go over the kid's head. We go down, score again, um, cause a fumble. I mean, it's just, it was kind of a landslide. And when things start going against you, it's really hard to get up. Um, You've been on the other end of that. Absolutely. You know, and uh, like I said, I thought Dave did a nice job keeping his kids in the game. We got our kids out basically by halftime. I don't think Adam took a snap in the second half. Um, I know we ran our second, second group of backs behind mostly our, our starters just so that they would have a little success going in uh, but when you get running time she goes by pretty fast it's got to be fun for those kids to go play on that field too I mean some of those oh, sophomores yeah. and freshmen that's that's always a fun experience it is because I would say the last time that most of them played on was when they were back in the FM days so yeah it's always fun to be in there our crowd was outstanding um, like I said the kids just showed up you you kind of wait for that game where they just don't show up right away and i haven't seen it yet. So we got the uh, uh, state quarterfinals coming up at Moorhead High School, a place that you're familiar with. You've coached there before, a nice uh, field. This should be a nice setting, too. Knock on wood, the weather, hopefully a whole lot, no rain. So, But uh, that should be a lot of fun coming up noon on Saturday. It should be. And the forecast now, I think, shows about 40 to 44 degrees, light wind. Um, no, it should be a great day. Um, regardless of that, I mean, it, it should be fantastic. I uh, had the pleasure of standing next to you watching a little bit of Osakis, uh, you know, take on Pillager in their Section 6A final. Uh, pretty diverse offense as far as running backs. They got quite a few tailbacks. So you're going to have to stop the running game, I assume? Yeah, they uh, they have good, powerful fullback. Uh, leads blocks very well, runs the ball well, and they have a shifty tailback. Um, can't think of the kid's name, but number three for them, fantastic runner. And the quarterback runs it well. So, I mean, they have – basically we're facing us yeah <laughs> well that's just the, about it too and it, it really comes down to execution i'm sure they're going to do whatever they can to keep the ball out of your hands too oh exactly you know in the state you are required to exchange every game film so i mean we've seen everything that they want to do um, i'm sure they're going to put in some new stuff for this week but um like i said they they run a lot of this of similar stuff to our wing t um misdirection pull the guards uh, very physical, big line. Um, we match up well with them. It's interesting, you know, expectations from year to year and how things can change. You know, there's a point where some programs, boy, we won the section title, we went to state, that's really something. And then it gets to the point where, okay, we, we want to get to U.S. Bank Stadium by winning that quarterfinal game. And we all know after last year's Prep Bowl Championship, there are bigger goals, but you got to get by this game for that bigger goal. It is weird how the mindset can change, not only for the coaches, for the players, I'm sure, too. Exactly. They had this goal in mind last year. Um, If they stop anything short of that game, um, I don't know anybody in the state that wants to play Cal. We want to play Caledonia. Um, Not that we think that we're better than them, not to think we're going to be. We want to play them again. Uh, We thought we played a really good game against them last year. I feel we're a better team now than we were 12 months ago. Um, You know, and we're pretty healthy. Um, So, again, you know, we want to get to that next game. We really want to get to the game after as well. But uh, all roads lead through Caledonia, but we've got to get Saturday's game in first. 
that is the interesting part. You know, you look at this undefeated record, and I think people forget about, you know, it was a 7 nothing with like six minutes left of the, the Prep Bowl championship, but it was kind of a rocky road getting there. You had injuries. You had a couple of losses that you didn't want, and, you know, I think it, because of that, they play with a chip on their shoulder, but it is a different team, just the path that you're taking right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, we lost game seven, game eight, one point apiece. That hurts, especially to the two, two teams we lost to. Um, and I, I want to say section play, we really picked it up. We really started playing well. We played great in the championship game. And then state, I want to say we put together two outstanding games just to get to the state championship game. And um, we played about as, about as good as we could have. We didn't move the ball like we should have. Um, they did some stuff defensively to us that was very good. But in the same token, their only score came when we turned the ball over inside the 25-yard line and they go in and score on it. So, you know, um, we played well, you know, but you still get second. So, <laughs> you know, uh, we want to play better. I think we are playing better right now than we were. We're throwing the ball better. Adams, Adams fantastic back there. We've got, you know, three, four outstanding backs behind him. And then and our line is bigger and stronger than they were last year. So... As you know, I, I talked to Kevin Feener earlier this week, and he's facing Elk River, who you kind of inquired about this power T misdirection offense, and he said it's impossible to prepare for it. I'm sure that's one of the things that uh, why part of the reason you wanted to run this offense, right? You know, when I saw it uh, two years ago when we got knocked out early, we went down to the state, and I fell in love with the offense. I thought there were a lot of things that were similar to what we were doing already in the wing T. Yeah. I just like anything that – I would have a hard time preparing for, I want to run it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think that you would have a hard time in a week preparing for that offense because your kids aren't going to be able to take the handoffs. You're not going to be able to carry the fakes out. Well, that's what you want. You want to give your opponents a hard time. You know, everybody runs spread. Everybody runs shotgun, things like that. You know, Um, this is hard. And uh, I fell in love with it immediately. That and the combination of throwing the wrinkle of the wing tee is, you know, that just adds another half hour of practice, I'm guessing, for a D coordinator. I would say it probably adds a lot more than that. Um, <laughs> you know, but you're talking about reverse, you're talking about counters, and then all of a sudden you're talking about hide the ball tricks. And um, like I said, those are all different avenues, and it takes time to practice, you know. And just just what, just against the wing tee, we've gone early Thursday and Friday, or sorry, Tuesday and Thursday with our practices just to get ready for what they want to do. And our kids to date have been fantastic. I've seen for the past few years really close teams that you've had. I go back to a couple of years ago. I think it was the 16 year when you went down to the uh, the uh, down to US Bank and and I would go to volleyball games and see the closeness. I'm seeing kind of the same thing with this team. Would that be fair to say? Or it would be. They get along. Um, we took them to the lake in August for our yearly retreat and they were very tight-knit group then they still are um you know i think that there's something to be said about teams that gel and this team gels when you uh, look at this it's been i mean a journey i i know probably what 50 weeks ago when we talked about the prep Bowl championship i think everyone around this community said hey we can have we we can be down there it's here now is it a little i mean has it been a long year because it's a heck of a path to get here too a lot of work a lot of off-season work you know our kids showed up that monday after the state championship game and filled the weight room and they've been they've been really steady all the way through um we're bigger we're faster we're stronger than we were last year um but that's on the kids i mean i show up open the doors up for them but they they've got to get out of bed they've got to be here they got to work hard 
Um, like I said, they have the mindset of what they want to do, you know, and it's all on the kids. Is it more or less like a captain's practice? Because the leadership, I mean, if yeah. if the captains are doing it, we better do it, that type of thing. If I want to get – I mean, it's nothing like you said that you can or actually say. It's just kind of they want to do it, right? Right. I mean, all, and it's like for me, they can't be all conference. They can't be all section. They can't be a captain unless they've lifted. If they're not a leader in that room, they're not going to be a leader on the football field. Last year we had two captains. Yeah. So, I mean, if that means that that's what we have, that's what we have. Um I'm never going to put someone in the leadership role that can't do it. So, you know, the kids buy into it. They know what they have to do, what they need to do. And um, a stronger athlete is a lot less likely to get hurt, which shows we have one broken hand this year, and that's about it. Yeah, well, knock on wood, and hopefully yeah. that keeps on going. But, you know, I, I think hopefully uh, you look at the conditions, like you said, it, it's going to be nice if the weather can be nice because those things just seem to add up in those situations too. So. You know, and both of us run. You know, both of us run the ball a lot. So um, regardless of that stuff, as long as the sun's out, we're going to be fine. A final thing, you know, you mentioned Osekis. It is a familiar opponent. It wasn't all that long ago. You were both in Class A in the same more or less conference. So, Yeah, we were down in the uh, conference with them. Uh, 2015, I think, was our last year in that conference. Um, 14 maybe. But um, we played them for three straight years, did well. Uh, the same coaches, everything like that. But um, – Different kids, different teams. This is a very senior-led team by them. Um, they're very focused, and they're good. I mean, they're they are easily the best team that I've seen on film this year. All right. Very good. Hey, good luck. Noon coming up on Saturday against uh, Osakis at the Moorhead Spuds Field. Congratulations again on a great season and getting to state, and hopefully we'll talk to you next week. Sounds good, Derek. Thank you. Brian Strand, head coach of the Barnesville Trojans on the Purple and Gold podcast. The Trojan Takeover brought to you by Dean's Blog Service.